Welcome to It's a Slate of Mind with Allison Hazelden. This is the entertainment industry's video podcast, where we spark honest, unfiltered conversations within the community about things we're all thinking about, but don't talk about enough. I invite you to join my circle of friends, both new and old, as we tackle the industry together. Happy Thursday, everyone. This is your host, Allison Hazelden, and I am so excited that you're joining us today. I'm just going to dive right into it. Uh, So this week's challenge is find an accountability partner to help you stay on track. So you guys know that I am a huge advocate for self-motivation and being a self-starter and really um, doing everything you can to get your own life in check. But I do think that we all need support and we all need help, and I think it is really uh, important and critical to find a partner or multiple partners to help us keep on track for the goals that we want to achieve. So, you know, you when, when looking for this partner, you need to find someone that you are totally comfortable uh, being open with about your strengths, your weaknesses, uh, and your ultimate goals. And your partners, in turn, should be completely committed to checking in with you and providing honest feedback and genuine encouragement and good ideas to help you achieve those goals. So, and you should do the same for them, you know, Um, it should definitely be a symbiotic relationship and you guys should be working together to make sure that you both are, um, are moving forward in a really positive way. So a good partnership motivates and pushes us to stay true to our commitments to ourself and to others. And working together uh, to crush these goals really just helps you um, be less likely to slack off or to brush under the rug or to continue to put it on tomorrow's to-do list so that it never gets done. Because when you have this partner, you guys are checking in with each other, you know, maybe once a week or maybe uh, three times a week or whatever it is for you. But when you know that you have that check-in call coming up soon, uh, you're more likely to have more motivation to get things done if you otherwise wouldn't. So if you haven't already, uh, head on over to Instagram at It's a Slate of Mind and give your accountability partner a shout out. I already shouted out mine um, because I know that I'm so grateful to have people to even just help give me a little pep talk when I need it. So love those accountability partners. If you don't have one, find one. If you do have one, make sure you show them some love and uh, keep up the good work. Also, uh, if you want to sign up for a spot for our first ever in-person podcast recording event, also head over to Instagram, uh, click the link in the bio, you'll find the menu, and then you can sign up for your seat from that link there. Um, The event is on Saturday, October 19th, 2019 at 7 p.m., and seats are really, really limited and going quickly every day. We're going to have actor, writer, former SAG president, and all-around wonderful guy, Rick Wrights. He's going to be on the show for this episode, and we're going to chat about the past, present, and future of the Atlanta film industry. And guys, I'm just so excited for this event. Rick is amazing. You guys are going to learn so much from him. I'm going to learn so much from him while we're chatting, and I just can't wait to see you all there and have a chance to connect and chat and all that good stuff. Okay, so today we are addressing a highly requested topic. Um, I've pulled a couple different groups to kind of hear what you guys want to hear on the show, and this was one of our top requested subjects, and that is side hustles. Because after all, you know, any working actor knows that for most of us, having a side hustle or a day job of some kind is absolutely necessary to not only surviving but thriving in this industry long term. So my guest this week is actor Brian Lewis. You may have seen Brian on episodes of ATL Homicide or Snapped Notorious. And Brian has had some of the most unique experiences with day jobs that I've heard in a long, long while. On top of just being a genuinely lovely human being and so much fun to be around, he has a lot of experience in this area. So between he and I, we kind of talk about our experiences with side hustles and day jobs, as well as a bunch of tips and tricks for not only finding the right day job for you, but navigating it uh, long-term in terms of balancing that with your acting career. So we're going to talk about you know, managing your personal priorities and finding that balance between 
you know, continuing to give your all to your acting career, but being able to show up and do a good job at your day job, uh, to coming up with creative excuses, to miss days of work. Yep, we're going there. Um, and whether you should tell your boss if you're an actor or not, and so much more. So this is a really fun and lighthearted episode, but it's really useful. And we give a lot of actionable tips and tricks for managing your mindset and managing um, your day job specifically. So I think you're going to enjoy it. Let's tune on in. Cool. Well, yeah, for the listeners, <laughs> uh, I'm Brian Lewis. I grew up in South Florida uh, for about 15 years or so, originally from Jersey. Um, now I'm in Atlanta now for three years now. I went to Florida State. Um, Which is the worst. We'll get back to Gator Scum later, but go Noles all day, every day. Roll Tribe. Oh god. That's my that's my two cents. I'm gonna edit all of that out. <laughs> um, we're, 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 we're the the gate the nation out here is too deep. So you guys keep messing up, whatever. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. But uh yeah, uh grew up in South Florida for a while. Um before Florida Man blew up. Uh I've seen my share of things. So, yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Fellow Floridian. <laughs> I'm always excited when I have another Floridian in the room because yeah. like it's it's just a whole nother another world. No, especially being up here in Georgia, they don't get it. They're like, "Why is Florida so wild?" I'm like, "We're not that bad. We're louder, sure." Right, know, but, but my thing too that I always like to remind people of is most people in Florida are not Floridians. Yep. They are not from Florida. Yep. They are the rest of the country's transplants yep. who come down and make <laughs> our state crazy. Yep, transplants and retirees, mostly from Orlando and down. Yeah. Above that, it's actually Florida. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just, we just get the press, whatever. It's, it's <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I did there, um, went to college. I majored in <clears throat> majored in psych. Cool. Communications minor. And uh, yeah, and then just, yeah, moved here for about three years now. Okay. But yeah, I did a whole bunch of stuff. I was gonna say, college. wait, in college, like, did you? So you majored in psych and yeah. communications, but did you know at that point that you wanted to pursue acting? And oh, yeah. okay, so you you knew that that's what you're doing, but you decided to to major in. Yeah, no, I, I knew since around, I'd say around fourteen, fifteen, I wanted to go into, it, but it was never like my town. It's you know, doctors, lawyers, yeah. business. It's never big on the arts. I didn't sure. in the industry and all that. Uh, but I was like, okay, I'm a psych major, but I'll get that degree. Uh, I have interest in it, but I was like, I'll do anything I can to surround myself with film or, mm. and all that. So I volunteered at our film school forever. Cool. Um, and I made a lot of connections uh, through that. I still talk to people from there now today. Um, even actually the president of Pinewood Studios right mm-hmm. now, uh, he used to um, be a dean of our film school. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, and I know his daughter, I'm friends with his daughter because she to be one of her student films cool yeah it's a weird okay circle. that explains a lot because i feel like i've seen a lot of people who went to fsu who end up here and some of them working at pinewood yeah no it's <laughs> that's a real that's a real thing. i just thought it was coincidence i was like wow i guess their film school must be great and i mean i'm sure it is <laughs> I mean, but like also, in the country, but yeah but also like i didn't know that there was that yeah that link there no it's a it's a weird deep rooted link um like the film I worked on with his his daughter, um, one of the one of the actors he did background with us, but he actually is now starring on his own show on Freeform. Oh, cool! So it's and he I grew up with him, so it's weird. Oh, that's fun. Full circle and uh, and then the people who come through there. I mean, we're top twenty film school in the country, and good for public yeah. anyway. And our alumni ridiculous. We got Barry Jenkins, of course, mm-hmm. Moonlight. I met uh, Seth Rogen there. Oh, really? Yeah, because his wife is alumni. Isn't Seth Rogen from Canada? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, so his he's from Canada, but his wife went to FSU. Oh, yeah. Weird. It's a thing. I don't know. That's random. Yeah, but she uh, premiered her film that she wrote, oh. starting uh, for a good time call, and uh, so yeah, they premiered it there, and they had an after party, huh. and I was like, I think it's supposed to be invite only, but I was like, I'm walking in here anyway. And, Isn't uh, it amazing how many rooms you can get into literally by just being brave enough to walk in? Yeah. Those are time, <laughs> all those film students know me anyway, so I was like, I'm walking in. No one's going to stop me. That's so, so funny. No, I talked to the wife. No one's talking to the wife. She's a star of it. It's She's an alumni. Right. Uh, so I talked to her for a bit. She's great. And then I meet Seth. You know, he does the laugh. 
<laughs> the laugh. I, 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 I tell the superbads, you know, we still quote it till this day. It's awesome, you know. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a wild time. It's a good time there. Yeah. And meet a lot of people. Um, yeah. And the alumni, of course, I knew a good amount of people here when I moved here from college, so that wasn't a big deal. You know, That's it's a major good. city. So. Did you move straight from college here? No, no. Okay. I wore, uh, it took me, I think, three years after college okay. to move here. And in between there and graduating, uh, worked in our town for maybe another year or so. In like, I did a lot of newsroom. Oh, work. cool. Okay. The worst. I, got, I have a lot of respect for them, but I just I can't. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It just looks really intense. Yeah, just lot, live anything. I yeah. have a new profound respect for the live work. Sure. Um, but yeah, it was it was hell. I did both the stations in town, uh, and I worked overnight for one, and it was just the worst. Yeah. The worst. Just like, I'm like, I'm calling my parents one night. It was like my health. In between the sleeping patterns, trying to work out, um, it was a nightmare. It's bad. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't do that in like – news or marketing or anything but like when I worked at Disney we would sometimes have shifts because they have this thing called extra magic hours and I would and it would switch it would flip-flop every week for me so sometimes I'd have like normal daytime shifts and sometimes I'd have these nighttime shifts that I would get in at like 4 p.m and I wouldn't clock out until 2 or 3 a.m and going from like a week of that yeah. to like the next week being back to like a, you know, 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. Like messed me up. Yeah. Were so, you were the characters were you in costume and all that? Or? Yeah, we were, we were doing some princess fun times, <laughs> oh, but like it's, it's a lot on your body when you have those weird schedules. Oh, so yeah. I totally relate to you in that. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, I got sick a lot. No, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like my body's breaking down. Uh, just, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was a mess. So I, I quit that. I was like, this is deteriorating me physically. I was like, I need, I came back. Um, I don't curse like a lot of people our age, hard time getting a job, just mm-hmm. applying for many. It doesn't matter. To some degree, your degree. Sure. Doesn't really matter. It's applying, get no responses really. Right. Uh, and then long story short, a friend, I think posted something about he's looking for some people for another job or freelance work as a camera guy. Cool. I want some experience in that. So I got a job at our uh, horse racing track down in South Florida. Oh, that's yeah. fun. Yeah, filming those horse races. Huh. So the most exciting job I've had, but also the most dangerous. Wait, wait. Were you like right up in there with them? When I'm not on in like this tower that you have to climb up, getting that long shot, I'm down in their paddock where they're like saddling the horses. Oh, okay. With the camera on my right. shoulder, shooting them. And they're like wow. you know, five feet away from me and they get spooked easily. So they right. can back kick you. And right. Just, and like – you have to protect that equipment too. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't matter, but my camera though. If I drop this, I'm, I'm done. Jeez. So sometimes it'll be really often, but sometimes they break loose and start running in our, you know, hallway and paddock, right. and we're like, oh, my headphones, like guys, uh, they're coming. It's coming towards me. <laughs> they're coming. Um, switch out to another camera. I'm gone. I'm gone. Bye. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah that, and then of course smelling like coming home after a long day, in, you know, ninety degree for yeah. weather. Plus horses. Yeah. Horse piss and crap. <laughs> Smell like that all day. I'm like, this is getting old. Jeez. Uh, but, um, I mean, yeah, it That's was. That's a unique job. That's, I, yeah. that is one I have never heard before. Yeah. That was, it was a better pay one, my best paid at that time. And, uh, but it still was like the stress was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, um, but I had my, I think Mondays and Tuesdays open because it was okay. like a Wednesday through Sunday shift. Okay. So I could take my acting class on Monday oh, nights. Oh, nice. And if I booked anything Monday or Tuesday, I'm like, perfect. Yeah, so very that clear. Was, yeah, that was my okay, that's my lineup. Yeah, um, and I worked through weekends, so that's something okay. that sucked. But um, no, I did there, and I think it was like was it uh, maybe June or July of 2016. I was like, yeah, I'm fed up. I was like, I, I was like, coming with something. I was like, okay, yeah. I saved up a good amount. I was like, okay, you're ready. I saved for up the my next egg. egg. Yeah, yeah. saved my next egg, my nest egg, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna pull a plug. Screw it, I don't care. I'm like, I'm sick of this shit. I'm like, hey guys, so um, I'm going to Atlanta. I saved this this much, and um, yeah, so saved up this much. I know a guy who says there's a room open, real cheap, and I was like, all right, I'm going. Yeah. Packed it up, gone. That's awesome. Yeah. So. And now you're here. And now I'm here. And you've been here for, what is that, two and a half, almost three years? Only three years uh, next month. Cool. Yep. So you're a veteran compared to me. Basically. But again, like (laughs) like we said earlier, I'm three years, I I don't go anywhere. I I don't even go here. So Yeah. 
a lot of places. That's, that's a funny thing about Atlanta. And I didn't, I wasn't expecting that if, about living here. Like yeah. I, you expect that from like New York, you know, course, or like a yeah. crazy city like that. But yeah. Atlanta, like there's so much to see. And I have, to, feel like I haven't. No, no idea. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people move in major cities and stuff, but like Atlanta was like, you didn't realize how much there is here at all. Yeah. So, but that's a good thing. Yeah. Definitely not a bad thing. Not we yet. just got to like get on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Start exactly. checking off this thing. No, yeah, no. It's, and now I finally feel settled more like, okay, I know how to handle our crazy traffic, which yeah. isn't that bad compared to LA. I and, still hate it. Uh, I mean, I mean, you can jump on the highway. It's not that bad. Like, the highway? Yeah, on 85, just jump up. That's where you get stuck. Uh, Barely. Slash, like, there's people who are, like, I don't know, doing circus tricks in their car while they're driving, so they're not paying I, attention. I mean, just dodge a bumper or two in my highway and you'll be fine. Like, that's oh usually it. Just dodge a bumper. Like, I don't want to – like, I'm not playing Frogger. I'm driving. <laughs> like, I shouldn't have to dodge. I other. mean, I did that. I think my first year, I – was it? I It was December, and most people are kind of going here for a holiday or whatever. I'm still in town working. And there's someone who's spinning out. Like, their tires, like, smokes come everywhere – Spin out. The car's reversed now facing me. Oh. And I'm like, oh. Hello. Oh, this, is, this is where I crashed. Cool. <laughs> I swerved out of the way around that car. No one's passed me, luckily. And they're like careening towards like the, oh my gosh. the embankment. I was like, oh, could I die? Well, made it though. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. You're so casual about it. I like, I mean, if you listen to the show, you know I hate driving with my whole heart. Yeah. Well, no, Florida, I, I get <gasps> that from Florida. I mean, I dodged the couch on 95. Yeah, you just never freaking know. You just don't know. Oh, and a ladder here. Ladder on 85 here. Oh, my goodness. I Be safe on the road, people. (laughs) (laughs) This is turning into a PSA. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Be safe on the road. Um, Reasons why, like, I love going to New York because I don't have to drive anywhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm from the Northeast area. I haven't been back to New York in about 14 years now. So I don't know. But I'm trying to go back at some point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it now. I love it. It's like a good little – I feel like every time I go back there and then come back here, I'm, like, refreshed. And I'm, like, ready to go. and like, (laughs) kick some ass. I'm, like, yeah. I got the New York energy. I can do things now. Yeah. (laughs) But, but, you know, Atlanta's cool, too. And um, cool. Well, so that's a little bit about you. But um, today we are talking – about some really fun stuff, some some hot topics that I have gotten so many questions and like requests for this subject um, and kind of getting into like the nitty gritty of it all. So today we are talking, I'm calling it the Actors Side Hustle Survival Guide mm-hmm. because I think that that'll pretty much cover it. Um, because it's, you know, I mean, we all got to work. Yeah. And if you're an actor, you should know that unless you are already in the big leagues we cannot count on a consistent paycheck from from this business um which is okay like the sooner you accept it the better but you know there are a lot of struggles that come with having to balance uh your day job your side hustle with with your acting career um so i'm really excited to dig into this with you because i think you have a really fun perspective on it (laughs) (laughs) i mean I mean, for this career, you need to know what you're getting yourself into. You can't, yeah, you know, be kind of blasé about it. Sure. I mean, it's it's, I mean, and I get some people. You know, I came from a very stable environment. I'm used to you know some routine. Yeah, and that makes sense. This is going to shake you up, right? A lot, right? Um, as it as for me, but uh, yeah, you, this is definitely the physical embodiment of you have to be comfortable getting uncomfortable. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah kind of job you end up in. Maybe that's like a really good place to start because I think there are so many options out there. Um, And if you've listened to our episode in season one with Alex Collins, we go into more of like the ideology and like thought process around jobs and not being a starving artist. So definitely go over there if you want to talk about or listen to that. But this is going to be more like practical, like day-to-day kind of stuff. Um, But you know, I mean, there's a lot of different options for actors. I know people who have standard nine to five jobs. They yep. work in sales or they work mm-hmm. in business of some kind. Yep. Um, and that is what they do. And then, and they, and they make that work. And then I know other people, you know, like myself, I'm, um, a contracted employee. I do work for an agency, but I'm completely remote and I make my own hours, which is great. And then I know some other folks who will have, you know, two or more part-time jobs at various companies and have different schedules and things like that. So there are so many different options out there and it's 
no one option is right or wrong. Um, I really think it comes down to like what works for you, what works for your skill set, um, and kind of what you can handle yeah. too. Because everyone has different thresholds, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and every job that you come into contact with is going to be really different too. Um, so I think let's start this with like let's get out all of like the boring stuff out of the way in terms of like a side hustle strategy of like where to go and like how to make that decision for you about what's going to work best with your life. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. I mean, again, like, like you said, I know friends who do nine to five and if they book something substantial or whatever kind of gig, they use a PTO and do that. And that's fine. You know? Sure. And they make you, it work. Yeah. You find your balance. Uh, I've swam through a dozens of crap jobs <laughs> and like I said earlier, now I found some of a, I think a better balance. Um, Cause right now I have two, part-time jobs. I mean, I'm a substitute teacher and um, I guess you could say a car show specialist. Cool. Product specialist. And that one I'll be traveling. I just got it. So I'll be traveling around the country at auto shows. Oh, like, this is yeah. your 2020 vehicle right here. Take okay. a look. Yeah. I have a few friends to do that. Yeah. Who are models or actors. Exactly. Yeah. And then in the weekdays, I'll be like, children, <laughs> come on, follow me. So, so you're just really good at presenting and helping people understand things. So that's what I'm gathering from this. Those are yeah. your strengths. It's my niche. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it took a while to get into that niche. Sure. Um, I mean, the, the car show, I found that a month or two ago. Oh, cool. And just through a, the brand, brand ambassador yeah. site. And they teach and I got a tip from someone else. It was like, why don't you look into that? And I was like, I don't know. But now it's just, you know, I pick my days. Cool. It could be a full eight-hour day or a four-hour day. Okay. So if I have an audition or something I know in between, or I know coming up, like, all right, I can do this and do that after, sure. or I could book a job a month and a half out and then cancel later on. It's mm. no big deal if I get booked on something. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So it's really so, flexible. Yeah, really flexible. Um, and even I've had – I don't have to do much for this one, but my old job, I was a valet, and my mm. boss there, he was really cool with me being an actor. He didn't – he loved it. And I think I, I no, you'd see me go over my lines a lot from going for an audition. Yeah, see me going to audition. He admired that. Um, and then the horse racing one, that one I did call out once. I was like, "Hey, so I'm gonna be late because I had to go run to do an audition in Miami." And I was like, uh, "I have an appointment that I get to, like a doctor's or something. So can I just? I'll be back before we we really set up." I was like, "I was like, all right, that's fine." I'm like, "Yeah." Went to Miami, did audition, came back, did my thing, didn't miss a beat. Yeah. And that was one of the few rare times where it was like it collided. Sure. Um, but it was a good window. It yeah. It was a nice window. And you're lucky to find those if you can. Right. Yeah. And I think that's something about actors. Like you're going to get really good at figuring out how to fit the puzzle together. Yeah. No matter <laughs> what job you have. You know, I know like a lot of people with nine to fives will like try to like – move their lunch break around to like fit an audition in if yeah, they need to yeah. and stuff like that. But I think it comes down to, you know, I, and I was going to say, you just kind of gave a really good overview of like your job history. Um, my job history, as I said, is I worked at Disney World for six years, which is really flexible if you, because you can trade shifts with people, you can give away to people and it's kind of like easy to move around. Um, and then, uh, since then I have worked in a string of different marketing and public relations jobs, either in an office or fully remote. So that's kind of our combined experience of what we're speaking from. But I think, you know, like making that choice for yourself of like what you want to pursue for your day job, it really comes down to what you value the most and what you think you need the most to make it work. Like is your main priority money? Is it having more free time? Is it just having something easy to do? Because we all value something different, you know, like for me personally, like I value having a really flexible schedule above all things. Like, obviously I need to be making a certain amount of money to pay my bills, but like I could have a less flexible job and make a bunch more money. But to me, that flexibility is so crucial that I'll take a lower paying job with a large amount of flexibility. So I think that's something that's really important for people to kind of decide for themselves when they're figuring this out. I mean, and you know, you best, you know, your schedule, you know, like what gets you anxious. Like for me, like if I know I'm solid and can pay my bills, like I'm not going to get anxious. I don't need to make that much more money 
Yeah. But I will get anxious if I'm like, there's so many creative things I want to do and I have no time. <laughs> yep. Which is always, it's always a balance. We have to find it. And we're never really good at even win with that balance. There's always sure. something that's slipping away. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with my with the valet job I had here, I it was for a year and a half. I yeah. drive into Buckhead. And um, I'm in yeah. the northeast Atlanta. So I'm outside the perimeter. So 45 minutes to and from more or less five days a week. Yeah. And... It was draining. Sure. I mean, and then in, yeah. Right. And that's, and that's a good thing to consider. Like, what is your commute look like? Like, what does that look like for you? How much time are you going to be losing in your week for that? And can you afford that with with balancing your acting career? I mean, I I had one part where, uh, on our lunch break, it's like, yeah, hour and a half gap or whatever. I call, uh, singles plug rolling tapes and they're, uh, taking service on wheels I was like, hey, meet me in the public parking lot over here <laughs> on my lunch break. So I just make an appointment for the day before, go on my lunch break, take an audition, uh, and then come back. Yeah. And it worked out from times perfectly. It was, sure. you make it when you do, but uh, yeah, you got to prioritize mm-hmm. um, two commitments. I mean, I know some that work on set, you know, that like right. that's their job. And I get it, they're close to the ground. Right. And I get it, but with those hours and whatever, if they're doing a film for three months or a show for seven, you need to balance it like that. But um, but I get it. But yeah, you just need to find – it's a lot of trial and error. Yeah, a lot of trial and error. And like yeah. I think sometimes it takes that trial and error to realize what you do value yeah. too, okay. which is, is fine. And like I think it's just like a process we all, we all have to go to. One thing I discovered that was like a weird kind of scary shift in terms of like shifting my job flexibility for my career yeah. was going from being a full-time like W-2 employee uh, – yeah to only 1099 contracts like that. I mean, Uh, (laughs) I sigh really big. I hope you all heard that. Um, But it's just like things like that. Like some people I know like that alone would freak them out so much and make them so stressed out that like that would be too much and that wouldn't be a good option for them. Um, For me, I just like bucked down and read up and did my, (laughs) did my homework and figured out how, all of the tax things work, um, which I highly advise every actor to figure <laughs> out your financials because it is so important. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but those are things you have to think about before you're doing it too. And then as well as, you know, um, remote work versus classic in office. Like yeah. if you have the ability to get a remote job, like one, obviously that sounds great on paper, but like, are <laughs> you personally like equipped and disciplined yeah. to do that and make it work? And, and all of those things. But I think ultimately, like when it comes to strategy and like finding the right job for you, it's just really about reverse engineering it. Like, what do you want your life to look like? Like, what is the ideal for you? And what are the steps you need to get there? Because I know a lot of people who, you know, say you didn't get a degree in something that really translates into a flexible job, because that happens to a lot of people. Um, What are some more flexible jobs that you've seen around that, or you've shadowed and kind of felt like, oh, I'd love to do that. Like, what is that for you that you think you could do long-term? Yeah. Because I know a lot of people, if they have like serving jobs or, or mm-hmm. things like that, where they feel really stuck, they just think, oh, this is like what it's going to be like for my whole acting career. Yeah. And I don't think that's true. That's not true if you decide that you don't want that to be true. But it does involve investment and like getting the skills that you need or whatever certifications yeah. to get to that more flexible schedule. I know, definitely. I mean, it just, it makes sense, especially for long-term, like you talked on the last one with uh, Alex. I get it, and it, and I thought that too for the longest time, especially coming from a yeah. more stable environment and just certain way of learning, growing up. I'm like, doing this long term, and and yeah, you just got to really. I've done enough bad jobs to realize, okay, if I'm gonna do this, you need yeah. to do it right. I'm doing push myself in some direction and to find where you know your sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's it, it can be grueling and daunting, but yeah, it doesn't really have to be. But I. You just got to do your homework, yeah. you do your research, and know, and ask. If you don't know, ask around. Yeah, it it does help. Seriously, yeah, asking friends for advice and like what's worked for them and what hasn't worked for them and why. Like, ask so many questions. And when you are interviewing for jobs, ask questions. I can't. It's crazy to me how many people don't ask the questions that they actually have when they're interviewing. Yeah. And like, even if they don't give you an answer you like, at least you know now and not when you're hired and already in, and then some whatever this big question that's answered yeah. is not going to work for you. No, you know? I'm, sure, I'm sure when they ask, they're thinking like, if I ask this question, 
it's going to implant something in their head. They're, they're right. just going to cancel me it's out. It's fear. It's, yeah. yeah, it's just all fear. But, yeah. I mean. Rather ask right. now than later. Like, yeah. I, I get it. It's rough. It might be rough. But, like, rather than ask now in the interview right. than three months later in the job. You're like, oh. we would have worked with you if you, if you right. asked or something, you know. Sure. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. Asking questions is so, so, so important. So, here's a really good question I have for you um, that I got from a listener. Okay. And. It is, how do you deal with and, you know, kind of manage the struggle between making enough money in your day job and career and still staying focused and feeling committed to your acting career? Huh. <laughs> the yeah, tough one. That's, I mean, that is now, basically. Yeah. I mean, because for my last job, it was good for fall mm. or this past um, school year. Oh, okay. Into the basically school year into May. Right. Because I was like, okay. For substitute teaching. Yeah, yeah, subbing. And then also do stand-in work too. Oh, cool. So I stood in this past, like, first quarter of the year, January through April on, I feel I can't say right now, uh, but it's a action franchise that's coming up next year. Cool. That's all I'll say. Okay. And uh, that was good. That <laughs> afforded me my trip to LA, which is lovely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, bro, this summer, it's been tight. Sure. Because it's like, okay, school's Cooled out until fall. Yeah. Got this other job, but get starts in fall. Right. And it was like, okay, stand in. It's very sporadic. Some May was great. April and May were fine. And then June and July is like, what's out here? It's good. I mean, right. <laughs> and I stood it again on this past Monday. Um, but again, there are a few far in between. Sometimes it works out in your favor great. Sometimes it's like, it's, um, it's a little tight, guys. What's right. going on? Right. So yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's a little tighter. It's rougher. Uh, that's when you know, good. Have savings for a reason. Uh, yeah. Well, and I was going to say, yeah. yeah, if you're going to, if, if your plan is to have, you know, multiple part-time jobs, like yeah. you need to make sure that you take in the time to make that timeline, know what that's going to look like yeah. and know how much you need to save. Of course, you know, you're fine. those kids again. Yeah. Just for that reason. And uh, it's like, okay, especially doing some math now with my second uh, job. I'm like, okay, if it hits like how I think it should, okay, I can carry out into, you know, these months for rent, whatever, or... I get by here, and then for next summer, I'm like, okay, now I really can yeah. budge out right. I'll be fine, right? You know, at the very least, if you know, push comes to shove. But uh, sure, yeah. And then, of course, you still want to live your best life. You want like right. maybe, uh, maybe it's a little fun or whatever. But it depends on what life you want to live. Like, do I have enough for a vacation? Can I take one? You know, right. if it's a staycation or something. But you know, sure. Well, and that's like that's kind of like what I was saying before. Like, I think it's important that you like look. Instead of like starting at the beginning and working right at the end, like look at the end goal. Like, what yeah. do you want? Like, what kind of lifestyle? Because like, everyone has different answers to that. Of course, like, yeah. like, what kind of lifestyle are you expecting right now? And like, yeah. what do you want? And then reverse engineer that. Exactly. And some of us have, you know, less desires than others. And, yeah. and none of that is wrong. But like, you're going to hit a wall if you're like, oh, I expected to be able to take five vacations this year. But like, don't got that money in the bank, right? But so, that's ultimately up to you, like yeah. the path you choose to go with your with your jobs. But mm-hmm. I think, what about um, you know, the second half of this question, which is like balancing your jobs and staying focused on acting. Like, have you ever struggled with that, where you feel like, of course, like yeah. you get like pulled away from it at all? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think all of 2017, I want to say, was definitely just a legit. Uh, 2017 or 2000? Yeah, I think it was 2017. It was most of the whole year was just mostly my survival job. Mm. Really was doing, I was in class and then it ended. And most of the rest of the year, I wasn't in class at all. Yeah. Um, just trying to, you know, just get a survival job going on. And that was, I felt like I was missing out a lot. And I was. Um, but that was a tough balance or yeah. lack thereof. Um, and even the summer was great because it's like, okay, find more of a balance again and got into an acting class of course it was a half off right so i was like good in my budget perfect <laughs> you know and then finally found one 20 minutes uh from where I, from where i live with a very affordable price so i was like thank you fine i don't have to go into the city now right 45 50 minutes into the city um and pay like double right which is great uh and now it's finally in a good balance but yeah it's just go- it's always gonna ebb and flow you can't you can't escape it you're just gonna have to find it when you do but uh it's rough, but you got to hold out. Yeah. So I think it's hard. I mean, there's going to be highs and lows, like no yeah. matter what job you're doing on the side, because ultimately, I mean, like, I hope you find a job that you 
do like, you yeah. know, and isn't like pulling teeth. And I think we all deserve to have jobs on the outside that aren't miserable. Like <laughs> exactly. if you're, if you're in like a miserable job and you think that that's just like how it has to be like, yeah. no, that's not true. I promise yeah. there's something better out there. It's that, just going to yeah. take, like, you have to put in time to find it. Yeah, that's the biggest lie anyone has ever told you or you yeah. assumed. Uh, is that, like, you know, like, oh, this is this is my bed. I have to lie in it. You know, this is what I asked for. Right. So I can't complain. Right. You know, this is what it's on that for. And to some degree, that's the mentality. Sure. But, yeah, we don't think we can really have much of an option to, like, enjoy what we do or like survival job wise, enjoy it or, you know, right. I think people feel yeah. guilty sometimes too. Like if they do enjoy it, they're like, Oh, like, yeah. should I, is this mean? Like I don't love acting as much as I thought yeah. and, and all of that kind of nonsense. And, you know, like I totally can understand why you feel that way, but I hope that you like squash that because that's just fear and that's guilt put yeah. on you by other people's narratives that they put in your brain. And I think, you know, it's like, there's a time for all things, just like yeah. interacting careers. Like there are sometimes when it is blowing up and you yeah. have auditions out the wazoo yeah. and then the next week <laughs> it could be nothing. So like, yeah. I would be grateful that you have, you know, your job in those times because like you would rather in those slow times with your acting, have your day job be somewhere that you enjoy being exactly. or like, don't mind being at exactly, least, you yeah. know? And, and so, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely understandable to feel guilty or to feel bad about it. But at the end of the day, as long as you keep coming back to your list of priorities yeah. and acting is still like number one on your list and you just check in with yourself on that, I don't think you're going to get off. Exactly. Off. That's what I, I have to do a lot. It's like, okay, well, if it's getting a little rough or maybe there's a drought in the career, I have to keep on ask, like tell myself, what did you come before? This is what I came before. Right. If I'm not you know, on a set or whatever, but okay, am I, am I training? Because I can do the day job. I'd go out to Florida and do yeah. multiple jobs or whatever. But I'm like, this. what did I come here for? You right. know, this is what I'm here for. Because the rest of it I could do elsewhere. I don't need to. So I need to come back. Like, okay, I'm here for this. Right. X, Y, and Z. And just hash it out where I can. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, I, I would say, you know, most of us, uh, if you're an artist, you didn't move to whatever city you're in and you didn't. You're not pursuing and taking class and doing all the things because you really like are living for your day job. Like yeah. most of us are not in that position. And if you find yourself in that position, like very, really consistently, maybe you should reconsider what your career choices are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, like if you know why, why you're there and you hold on to that real tight, you're going to be fine. Exactly. And you're going to make it work because yeah. you care enough to make it work. Yeah. And, and when I went to LA uh, two months ago, just for a vacation, seeing my friends out there and seeing like how environment actually yeah. is out there. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is eye opening. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. And it, it really, really is. Yeah. And I, I get it now because I have friends who live here now from LA. And I can see why, see, they're booking a little bit more per se because I'm like, okay, take that mentality over here where it's so calm over We're here. Relaxed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get it now. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So. It's it's definitely a big energy shift yeah. between the two. <laughs> yeah. Um, not to th say one is better, better than the other, than the yeah. other but they are different. Yeah. Very different. If you think you're kind of spinning on all thrusters over here, there's mm, a different boost over there. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Some, yeah. Some of that's good. Some of it's bad. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's a really good thing to kind of like keep in mind is just to like check in with yourself always with this stuff, just like you would anything exactly. else. Um, so here's an here's another question: Should you tell your boss that you're an actor? Why or why not? Uh, it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to say it depends. I mean, I, it depends. What what's your relationship with your boss? I mean, depends. I've had cool ones again, like I said. Yeah. Who he was completely fine. Didn't yeah. care. He. You feel inspired because he's also trying to do his own side Aww. hustle too. So, uh, yeah, he didn't care that I was, you know, uh, rehearsing in our little office um, or that I switch a shift because mm -hmm. I booked a gig on something. Or, but um, that wasn't a big deal. Uh, but for teaching, I don't really need to because I'm just in and out. Sure, um, it's not like consistent. Yeah, seeing the exactly. Same, same guy every day. Yeah, a few day. of them asked, and they're like, "It's pretty cool." It's no big again. It's no big deal for them. Uh, Yes, yeah, depends. I say gauge your relationship. If you guys are kind of cool and open, sure. If they're maybe more distant, very just maybe corporate, strict, whatever. Yeah. And it's not affecting your actual day to day impact, then you don't. 
Yeah, I definitely, I would say read the room and like yeah. kind of the vibe or attitude people might have around it. Exactly. Um, I know for me, like I've never hidden it. Like I've never yeah. tried to keep it a secret, but I also am selective when I mention it. Yeah. Um, just because I work with a lot of people who I'm the only, I think I'm like the only one at my job right now who is really like only has that job to support my real dreams. Yeah. You know, most people there are really passionate about marketing full time yeah. and that's all that they want to do and all they want to put their energy into. So with that in mind, that was my context. I was like, okay, so like, you know, I mean, not to say, you know, everyone I work with is lovely, but like they might, especially when I was brand new, I didn't know how they were going to take the fact that like, oh yeah, I like marketing, but I like acting more and I'm yeah. doing this because I like acting. Like I'm not going to come right out and say that. Yeah. Because it might just leave a bad taste in someone's mouth. So I exactly. would just be, you know, read the room and like when it does come up, like be strategic in how you yeah. talk about it. Exactly. Um, to where you don't seem like ungrateful for that yeah. job or like you don't want to be there or something like right. that. Exactly. Because they might think, oh, you're diluting what we do here. Right. You know, for your, you know, you think you're so special. What is, you know, what is this? Right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, just give me the room. Yeah. That's all, that's all you have to do. Yeah. But I will say, like, if you're ever directly asked a question, like, <laughs> be honest. Like, nothing yeah. nothing good comes from, like, blatantly lying <laughs> about what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's weird because I had I had one a middle school student of mine with kids was like, because they're just young, sure, yeah. young and, you know, they're just like, so, Mr. Lewis, what do, what do you do outside of here? I'm like, it's none of your business. Like, stop it. No, no, no. You don't just know. So many questions. Yeah, so many questions. Yeah. I'm like, mm, don't, don't worry about it. Just stop, stop. <laughs> How old are you? Again, okay. none of your business. Are you married? Do your work. Like, you know, that, that's what you should do. You are procrastinating. Right? I don't know. Work with your partner. Please, yeah. thank you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, Mr. Lewis, uh -huh. I want to see you be a teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have the whole cardigan sweater and everything. And yeah. Like, what can we call you? I'm like, Mr. Mr. Lewis, maybe Mr. L. And sometimes my our guest badge will have, like, a full name. I'm like, yeah, you need to know my real name. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll look up stuff. I'm like, no, no, don't don't call me my first name. But yeah. I've, I've ran into some of them at, like, Walmart and stuff. I bet. Like, and I'm like, oh, don't look at me. <laughs> Uh, in my normal people clothes. <laughs> right, but come for the gym. I'm like in a tank and shorts. I'm like, don't, don't look at me. Oh, no. Just, just don't Hiding behind aisles. Right? Just don't look at me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so on that note, let's dive into, this one might be controversial for some uh, people. Okay. But reasons or excuses to call out of work when you have an audition <laughs> or a gig. Uh -huh. And now, you know, obviously we don't use any of these in our current jobs. Of we have learned since then. Oh, yes, we're better than that. <clears throat> uh -huh. Big disclaimer there. Yep. Um, but, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Of course. Sometimes you don't want to burn every single one of your days off or maybe you ran out of them. Yep. So in those situations, what do you do? <laughs> I feel Bad for the ones who are at in that locked into that nine to five because then you're really yeah and that's more what I'm talking yeah, about the nine to five folks that sucks that's where it's tight that's where it's like how many sick days do you really have you yeah know? um yeah that's that's that hurts, I right? have a few that I that I have used yeah. in the past I'll say like 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 I said like I'm really fortunate that of now course. I don't have to like just with the way that my job is and I'm a contractor and I work remotely so like. As long as I get my work done for my clients each month, yeah. like they don't care what time of day I do it. So if I have an appointment or something, like I can just do my work later in the day yeah, or move exactly. around. Yeah. So, but in the past, <laughs> I have used quite a few different ones. Um, so of course we all know, like all the doctors, of like course, if, yeah. if you don't have a weird allergy in real life, make one up right? because like you've got a lot of doctors that you have to see about this weird yeah. thing that like, you know. Oh, oh, the go-to uh, again. Well, again, now my schedule. I don't. I don't need to. Uh, it's not necessary. But uh, I might have thrown out the whole food poisoning. Mm -hmm. 
Because yeah, all the illnesses that are like very random and yep. sudden, like food poisoning or um, I will say if you are a woman, especially if you have male bosses, you pull out that gyno appointment <laughs> whenever you freaking need to, because most of them have no clue how often we actually need to go to that doctor no and they don't want to ask and they're not going to question you because they're afraid of getting in trouble for like works harassment every, and works every time works every time <laughs> ladies just throw that out there yeah it's just like yeah i'm like dentist just yeah, chiropractor dentist. Ah. um oh if you have a pet Ooh. vet appointment of course fair fair like obviously i don't want your to jinx your pets but and i hope they're healthy and beautiful and wonderful always but like you could say that they need to go for some scary thing like maybe they had food poisoning and you had food poisoning yeah you know double whammy we booked one out it was a whole thing two days in a row right um also if you have children you can double all the doctor's appointments <laughs> i don't have children course, but right? like isn't that like a like a great cop out though? I've oh, always when I worked in an office, yeah. I was jealous of the people with kids because uh, I knew sometimes they were like, "Oh, like my kid has to go to the doctor and they're a kid, so I have to take them." And I was like, "Well, yeah, damn it, why don't I have a kid to take <laughs> exactly, them? Right? I'll take your kid to the doctor." <laughs> right, and he's like, oh, "I have an eye appointment. You know, I can't drive with the with the special glasses. I can't. Yeah, that's gotta go. I can't. Sorry, guys." Oh yeah, the eye doctor is a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um. Oh, like a massive like issue with your home, like a pipe burst. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. flooding. Yeah. Um, like you <laughs> know, well, especially here, you know, some some wacko on eighty five slammed me in the back. You know, yeah. I spun out. I'm okay, but you know, it's just, yeah, we came back not, full circle I'm to the driving. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it in. I just not gonna make it in today. Not gonna make it. So I am emotionally traumatized. Exactly. So by Atlanta I'm, traffic, I'm suing for damages. Yeah. Mental duress and yeah. others. Yeah, it's just... yeah. There's a lot of appointments and things that you can do. Also, funerals. Funerals oh, are, are yeah. a good one. That's true. But then sometimes they might pull the. I understand, but also, can I see the the funeral packet? The pa- you know the the pamphlet. Oh, you know, has that wanna... happened to you? No. Well, I did. No, in college though, I did pull the doctor's thing. Uh, I think once because I went spring break, and uh, but the next week I was actually sick though. Actually, sick, and they're like, okay, well, this is like two weeks in a row. So we can't see a note. So I went to the clinic, got a note, and wasn't here. But uh, that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I will say, like, on the note of funerals, sometimes people, like, certain companies are like dicks about it. Because, like, I remember my first job out of college, I had just started working there. It was like under 30 days and my grandfather passed away. And I was like, hey, I need to go home for this, like, you know, yeah. and they were like, oh, well, like your days don't kick in true. yet. Yeah. And I was like, literally someone in my immediate family yeah. died and they just like, sorry. Wow. I was like, okay. So like, yeah. So just like be, pre- also like be prepared. And if you're at a job that's like that strict, I might, cons- honestly, I would maybe consider finding something yeah. else. What happened though? What was the end result of that? I honestly, now in retrospect, I really wish I had just like taken off and been like, you know what? Yeah. I'll come back, but like up to you guys what yeah. happens here. But no, I, I, uh, I didn't get to wild. go. Yeah. Jeez. And I regret it. I regret it now. So yeah. don't be like me. Don't have regrets <laughs> and do the things if you have an actual funeral. Yeah. But also you can make up fake funerals <laughs> if you need to. But don't let, just make sure <laughs> it's a good year. Just like, you can get standing. Yeah. Just, you know. yeah. But yeah, no, I had a friend who is nine to five here in town. We just think of quitting, but uh, he took his PTO because he got a he booked a film. Yeah, and I think it was somewhere he had to ride it like a horse. He didn't oh. know, but he's one of those things where it's like, do you know how to? Yeah, of yeah, course I do. Sure, he's like, sure. he's like, how do? Like, I don't know. But then he turned out fine. All the YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he turned out fine. He was just like on it, and I think someone he was holding like the reins. Oh, okay. But um, but I think he, he hates that job so much. Thing like quit it anyway. And like, I get it, understand it. You know, it's a wreck, but also. Your your athletic classes you're doing outside of that, the kind of price you say goodbye to that. You know, right. you're just whatever you saved up, great. You're gonna need it, but uh, get ready to come back on a lifestyle. Yeah, because you're just gonna have, you're gonna have to sacrifice. You, right, you make do where you can, and you just have to live with that. Yeah, and you just have to you know know that in advance and plan for it, and of course. Yeah. make those choices as you do. One thing that I always say though, and like. You don't really realize it until you're in it. But 
if you feel like your schedule is so crazy, like say you do sign up to have like a nine to five or like your job, your day job is pretty demanding. Like Mm -hmm. you would be amazed how much people like will rise to the occasion and can like make it work. Like Mm -hmm. if you really care and like that for whatever reason is your only option and it's going to make your schedule busy. If you like really truly believe that that's the thing that you need to do and you care about getting your acting stuff done too, then like you will find a way. I a hundred percent believe it. Like you will find a way. And I mean, I hope you find a way in a really healthy way that doesn't like (laughs) hurt you physically or mentally or emotionally. But like, I think a lot of people don't realize how much we are capable of. Oh no. Uh, No, I I sent a friend uh, yesterday. I sent him like, I think that, I think that the one that, uh, that Michael uh, screenshot from Michael uh, from Alex Collins with like oh, yeah, the day to day breakdown yeah. of what it looks like for us. That was a great. Post. And yeah, I said to my friend, he's like, he's like, I'm tired looking at this. I'm like, yeah, I know. Welcome to life. Right. I don't know whoever told you it was easy or simple or was making it look good, but no, plenty of times I come home from like my nine to five, or whatever, and have an audition from like 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Let's do it the next day. I don't know until after six, and I'm like, hey roommate, it's 10 o'clock. Let's go. Let's hit this. Yep. I need to shoot it. Let's right. do let's do tomorrow while I'm at work. So let's get it now. We're gonna so have to do it in the middle of the night right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, look, it's two lines. Come on, let's. I need this, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, they don't understand like the dedication and the juggling that goes sure. into it. Just well, and when uh, you think about it, like I mean, whatever your job schedule is, whether you're working part time or full time yeah. or whatever it is, I mean, our acting careers are also full time jobs. Or if they're yeah. not for you, then they should be like, yeah. uh, I know Jesse Malinowski earlier this season talks about, you know, the 90, 10 rule where like you're paying your agent 10% yeah. because they're doing 10%, 10% of the work. It's work. So, like, Do you need to 90. multiply yeah. how many hours they're putting in for you and by nine. And that's how many hours you should be putting exactly. in. So like when you think about it and that post, the post we're talking about outlined kind of what it looks like for an actor to do their, their job every day, every week. And so we really have, we're like those those crazy people they talk about in business who are working 80 hours a week. We are <laughs> yeah, them. It's just them. that we're doing two different jobs to equal 80 hours. Exactly. Yeah. When, when you have your your lines on the treadmill at the gym. Oh, <laughs> China, yes. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> two for one. Killing yep. two birds with of one course. stone. Got it. Fit like, and memorized. Right. How can I get this in? I'm getting my cardio in <laughs> also. But like this, what, what's, what, I was with uh, Tim Phillips at my audience class. And it's like, yeah, get the physicality in. I'm walking on this treadmill, getting these mm-hmm. lines, and what am I doing? And get trying to get it in my body, <laughs> like oh yeah, all the time. Come Absolutely, we look a little insane, or it's in our cars, just talking to ourselves on the highway. Yeah, but yeah, we got to make do with where we can. Right, just there's no other option. That's yeah, there just is. isn't. No. So on that note, um, have you ever had to prep for an audition or, or a project while you're at work? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what are it's, what are some good tips for that? Ridiculous that you've uh, discovered. Oh my gosh, I mean. <laughs> And luckily, you're, you're at work, so you're always going to be doing something. So once you're kind of studying, if you can find some more to study lines by yourself, or if not, you're at your desk or cubicle or whatever, like study them, put them away, do your task, mouth your, your lines mm-hmm. while you're doing tasks to focus on something else. You right. Know? Uh, a lot of that. I would say you would find, you'd be surprised, like, if you really look for the little windows where you, you have a free it. minute to yeah. like run over your script, like you will find it. bring the script into the damn bathroom. I don't right? care. Like Something. that is a few minutes you right? have in there where people aren't going to bother you. Yeah. Nope. And you can run your lines. Exactly. And how many times a day do you go to the bathroom? Enough times to get mm-hmm. a few good reads in. Exactly. That lunch break on your yeah. way to work, on your way from work and that yep. commute, like you have the time. You have to look for it. You have it. Right. You so just have to be disciplined. And, enough yet to do and, it. And find the time and take advantage of the time. Exactly. I listen to a podcast in the way of the car daily. Like I, I Yes. Or if you have a job where you can listen to music or have your headphones yeah, in while you're working, yeah. I would highly recommend listening to podcasts. Mine, but also, you of know, <laughs> um, but also like a lot of others. I mean, there's a lot of others that are more technical as well. You know, mine's, mine's more about you know, motivation and inspiration yeah. and like the actor's life. But there are some too that are basically like sitting in an acting class. Of course. Oh, yeah. um, like a lot of coaches have podcasts mm-hmm. and, and you can learn a lot while you're at work. I used to do that all the time when I had a nine to five um, because, you know, my office didn't care if you were listening to music or whatever nice. you need to do. Yeah. And I still do that during the day when I'm working or if I'm working on something yeah. that's kind of like a mindless task mm-hmm. and I have podcasts or, or like a, uh, or a YouTube video or something going like that's a great way to do it. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and then another thing I was thinking is 
you know, if you do have a crazy schedule with work, I think it's like even more important to have your car ready to go with all the items you might need. Yeah. Because you never know like when that audition's going to hit. Exactly. An in-person or something or an yeah. event or something. Yeah. So usually if anything, it's the callback that's going to, because the first audition mostly on tape. But yeah. A callback when it does hit, you <laughs> think it sucks. <laughs> I mean, clothes, I mean, they they like see as similar as you wore in the audition. So it's probably hard to gauge like maybe what clothes you had that day. But uh, luckily if your hair's right or your haircut uh, for guys like your beard or no beard yeah. uh but yeah have, have as much as you stuff can in yeah. your car like even like even beauty products like that like have deodorant in your car right. like if you're a guy have an extra razor and some shaving cream whatever you yep. need so like if you need to run into like a public bathroom and yeah. do that like, oh yeah you could do that get, get your uh was it the uh body wipes yeah oil face wipes i have some of those yep. uh yeah don't yeah i have a few those. different outfit types in my car you know it's like like a bright colored t-shirt if i'm doing a commercial thing or you know professional wear if you get a lot of of those kinds of things or maybe you're already wearing it if you're coming from work right um yeah yeah, having clothes options shoe options like beauty like cleanup yeah products yeah um like and then of course your headshot and resume which should already be in your car yep and any like you know, office supplies that you might need. Of course, highlighters, all that. Yeah. yeah. I think, I mean, I think that's important for every actor, no matter what your day looks like, but especially of if course. you're someone with a crazy job. I yeah. Think that's especially, so and if you don't, maybe say you're kind of quote-unquote off-season, but especially like uh, episodes coming up right now. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> come, come through with all the prep work. Because then, you never know. yeah. And I think, I always think about it, like, what can I do right now that's going to make future me feel less stressed. Exactly. Yep. Your future <laughs> self will thank your past self. Yeah. You'll tenfold. be significantly less stressed yep. and happier and just all the good things. Exactly. Like you pre-cut all your, your headshots and staple the right of the resumes mm-hmm. and print out just trust me, you you will be less stressed because especially some degree if you're the night before type person planning wise, you'll be in the world of chaos. Yeah. So. And I think that's like one of the biggest things with like managing your side hustle is like if you're someone who's not been a planner in your life before now, yeah. I would highly encourage you like work on those issues because yeah. it will just, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm like a nerd about this stuff. I love organization <laughs> and I love planning and yeah. I love, you know, hacking my life to make it streamlined. Yeah. And I think as an actor, especially because we all are working at least two jobs, yeah. it's, your life will just be less stressful and you can focus more on the work. If you do that thinking ahead, you plan ahead, you have stuff pre-printed, you have that podcast ready to go for your morning drive into work. Like all of those little things are going to add up and you're going to feel so much more accomplished at the end of the day. Of course. Like again, I'm guessing you're probably a little more type A. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. And, but yeah, if you are not that person, I see you have to be, but you, you will learn it very fast that you need to get into gear. Right. Like you just have to, uh, are you type help. A or no? Uh, yeah, I'm type A when it comes to certain things. I'll, yeah. I'll say that much. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like, what's the motto? Think smarter, not harder. Yes. That's definitely, yes. definitely right. If I can just, you know, get stuff out of the way, I'm good. Like after this, I'll be going to the gym. And then probably see another friend who's, uh, I went to a grad school interview mm-hmm. for film school. He got he got into it. I didn't. Oh, but uh, he went to Texas. And I've uh, seen him tonight. We're catching a movie. Cool. But uh and he's a director who moved into town, so he was trying to do his own thing. And uh, yeah, more networking just it keeps on right. going, but you got to right. get it together. Um, and, and finding be, those pockets in your schedule, yeah, finding to, the pockets to yeah. make it work. That's that's the click because I mean, I, I know another guy who works uh, at um, Tyler Perry, mm. and he kind of had a little bit of a job opening. And I'm like, hey, hey, buddy, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> you know, but again, you never know when stuff comes up your way, and right. we'll, we'll say luck. Preparation meets opportunity. Yes. The opportunity may come, but are you prepped for it? That's the other half. That's You can't control the opportunity, but the preparation, that's all you. Absolutely. You need to get it right and in gear. So when it does come, you're not sweating. Right. You're already prepared, so it's not a big deal. Right. Yeah. But yeah, if, if you're not already on that ball, you just need, you need to. It will kick yeah. you. It'll come for you if you don't. Right. So. And I think it like... It's one of those things where, I mean, we all like to think that we can compartmentalize the different areas of our lives. Like, yes, I'm an actor. So like, I'm just going to turn off my work brain when I'm acting, but like that, it doesn't work that way. You find so much more ideas at your work, at your day job. You'd be surprised if you 
or in tune enough. Right. And I think it's, it's more about, at least for me, it's like, you know, cause like it, it gets crazy when you are trying to make oh, your yeah. schedule like robust and full of all the good things that you need to do. It can be like chaos in your oh, brain. Yeah. But you think I can handle this. I have right. all the plates spinning. Everything's on fire, but right. I got this. Right. Mm, to some degree. Yeah. And I think it's, it's okay to like acknowledge that sometimes it's a lot and you need to take a step back. But I also think like my, my thing that I'm constantly working on is like, instead of trying to block off all those different compartments and turning one on when I need it and turning it off, I try to just adjust the volume. Okay. You know? So like when you are at your day job, like turn that volume up, do a kick-ass job at your job. And then when you're done with that and you get to go back into actor mode, turn that shit off. Like don't, (laughs) <laughs> Let that affect your acting. Exactly. Um, and I think that that definitely has helped me a little bit. But yeah, no, especially, no, especially when it, if it does collide, it's great. Like I don't have it often, but I've had maybe once or twice a drama class. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, perfect. Like this is great. I can teach them. And then I'm like, they're younger. So I'm like, oh, you're not ready to hear all this yet. <laughs> oh, this is, come on. I was ready for it. And they probably were not ready for you. They're oh, like, no, we thought not. we were getting a normal sub who's just oh, going to no. let us do whatever. Oh, cool sub. No. <laughs> But no, I've had some high schoolers who, you know, they're I'm like, oh, just asking, what are you trying to do after this? And one of them's like, I'm going to film. I'm like, do you now? Let's talk. The rest of you sit You're in the right, corner. Like, no, I literally wrote down, I think, four or five studios and just wrote internship on it and gave it to him. And he's like, who are you? I'm like, don't worry about who I am. Just take this. Take this, all right? Just look him up. Try to find wherever you can because, like, this is the little door yeah. they speak of, like, into our industry. They're, they're, everyone's like, where's the door? Who opens it? Like, yeah. you know. And I'm like, it's a lot of mystery and find scourge around in the dark to find it. And I'm like, look, I'm giving you, especially at 18, that most of them don't know of. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, I'm giving you a peek into a door, into a window. Take it, you know, because <laughs> half of them don't know where to start. Right. I'm giving you a little bit of a head start here. So. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's, I think it's the least I can do. You should request to be the drama sub always. Right. Oh. Just yeah. make friends with all the drama teachers in Atlanta. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> be like, like request me as right, your sub. In my, right in my county, Mikey like, hey guys. So uh, <laughs> no, I'm pretty good at one school already, and uh, it's funny because uh, the school's in session. Uh, this, oh, this Monday. Yeah. This, this oh week. wow. And uh, I got some classes right coming up, and I'm just like, oh, back in my favorite school, these kids know me. I'm like, I'm a fun sub. They're like, I heard you do like the Fortnite dance. Can you for the last period? Can you do it again? I'm like. <laughs> If you're good, but sit down and we'll see. Oh you my know? gosh. That's how I get on the good side. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, usually I try to give them some kind of like life advice, acting or not, but just like, look, guys. Right. Get your stuff together. If you don't like writing, you're going to have to write at some point in your life. Just get used to it. Just Studying, it. reading. If you want yeah. to do it, go into the arts. I've seen some of the crazy good drawers, good talents. I'm like, look, stick, stick with it. Right. Just stick with it. That's the. The most I can say sounds a little obvious, but just like do your thing. Yeah, I just love that. Keep, keep on going because love it. Yeah, because half teachers don't probably, and I'm saying they don't care, but like they're thinking like, oh, who can I talk to like older mm. about this, and or who's gonna take you seriously? And right. I'm like, oh, I could be this person hopefully. You know? Oh, hopefully. I love that. I try. I love it. <laughs> well, I think that's a great note to end it on. But thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And how can our listeners connect with you on the interwebs or in any upcoming projects? Uh, yeah, you could find me on Instagram uh, at unofficial Brian Lewis. And I have an episode of ATL Homicide. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It airs August 19th. Uh, but I think when this comes out, look it up. Look it up. It'll be fine. Look it up. It comes on TV One. Uh, the episode the title is called Boy Toys. Fun. Um, but again, ATL Homicides. So uh, what's going down? Who knows? We'll see. Awesome. Um, yeah, so you catch me there. Uh, Facebook, I'm a, at Brian Glenn. A little different. But uh, yeah, catch me on those. Awesome. Right. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Brian. This is so fun. Thank you. That's a good time. <laughs> ah, you guys, I love this episode. Um, we had a lot of fun with this one, and there were a lot of questions to cover. So big thanks to Brian for hanging in there with me and addressing all of the questions that we had submitted for this episode. Um, so I just want to reiterate, you know, a hundred percent at the end of the day, that bottom line of you needing to make whatever number that is for you to, um, pay your rent and have food and all of those things that are, are basic human needs. Obviously meeting that number is vital and important. And, um, sometimes we have to do what we have to do, even if it isn't fun, but I really want to encourage you guys to not settle 
for a job that mistreats you or makes you feel poorly about yourself or really kills that creative spark in you. Um, if you're in a position like that, I urge you to, to put out the effort to find a better situation for yourself, um, even if that's planting a seed right now and learning a new skill that you know a few months down the road is going to help you get a job that's a better fit for you and your lifestyle. Put that effort in because what you're doing at your day job really does affect um, your life overall and how you're feeling about yourself and your career and all of those things. And I know from personal experience that being in a, de- in a demotivating uh, work environment can really have so many negative ripple effects across your whole life. So um, while I totally acknowledge that you know we can't all make those quick switches and quick changes to our work life, um, I can definitely say that putting in the effort to to lay that groundwork for a better situation is always going to be worth it. And if you're in that position right now, good on you. Keep going. Keep pushing. Um, you're going to make it happen for yourself. And I promise that the grass is greener on the other side if you put in the work. So I hope that these tips were helpful to you. Um, like I said, try to be honest with your with your work situation and, and try not to be shady about these things. But know that you're not the only one who is going through these often precarious balancing acts of balancing your day job and your side hustle with your acting career. Um, And there is a way to navigate it in a way that's less stressful. So definitely support each other on this one. Um, We can talk more about this over on Instagram at It's Slate of Mind or my personal account at Allison underscore Hazelden if you want or if you need any clarification on the tips that Brian and I talked about today. I hope it was useful. I hope you had fun. Uh, If you think a friend of yours really needs a switch up in their side hustle, send them this episode. Hopefully that'll motivate them to get things moving. And beyond that, sign up for the event and I will chat with you guys next week. Well, friends, that's it for this week's episode of It's a Slate of Mind. I'm Allison Hazelden and thank you for joining us. See you next time.